Hi everyone, I'm Autumn. And I'm Kara, and we're the Hot Mess Homeschool Moms. We're coming at you each week with advice and tips to help make your homeschool better. We'll talk about all the fun and happy times. But then we'll get real and talk about the days where everyone is crying. The days where you just want to give up. The days where you have to scream into a pillow. And the days where you need that extra glass of wine at night. Because let's face it, homeschooling is just a hot mess. Why, hello, everybody. Hello. Hey, Autumn. Hey, Kara. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited to talk about science today. Yay. I think science is maybe one of my favorite subjects. Really? To learn about and to teach. I don't know. Maybe that's why my kids like it so much is because I actually like it and I'm like (laughs) animated when I teach it, you know? Yes. You're very animated right now. So that's good. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) So we thought we would talk about one of the extras in our homeschool today, just not part of the core subjects of schooling. And Mm -hmm. so we thought that we would maybe make somewhat of a series of these Mm -hmm. extras Not that they're necessarily going to be all in a row, these episodes, Mm -hmm. but uh, that we will sprinkle them in with the others and uh, just see what you all think about it. So today we're doing science Mm -hmm. as our extra. But before we get into that, Autumn, uh, we need to talk about how our week has been going. Yes. Yes. What's been happening with you? Oh, well, I have stopped slacking, and today we finally got back into school. (laughs) So, yes, I know. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, we have, since the holidays, I mean, it's now, like, what, the 15th of January when we're recording, and we have finally started back into school. So, today was a great day. Um, We got back into school and it was really good. I was really surprised how smoothly it went and how willing both of my boys were. Um, We even got a late start. So normally I like to start school at like 10-ish, just that's naturally the the kind of the time that we fell into. It was like noon (laughs) today, which I had a few other things going on that I don't normally have going on at home. I had a Zoom um, meeting I had to jump on for a little while. And so that was a little unusual. So we started a little later, but we had a really good day. I, I was even kind of planning like something extra, not, not extra, but kind of like a little activity to kind of get them interested in school today. And it Mm -hmm. worked great and they both loved it. And so what we did is I have these little, um, they're called like story cubes, I think. And so they're six sided, um, cubes and obviously, and they have each side has a picture on it and there's like maybe six to nine of these cubes. And so what you do is you roll them and you can, you tell a story from them. So I wasn't sure if how this was going to go, if they were going to go for this or not, but I thought, well, we can also tell a story, but then we can also draw the story. And they both loved that. So that opened an opportunity for narration and storytelling. And then my six-year-old, he drew the picture and I offered for him um, because he's a little bit more interested in writing than my other son is. So I said, well, Mm -hmm. you could also write the story if you want. And so he did. And it was so cute because he's spelling things phonetically. And so Mm -hmm. he's doing really good. He actually spelled the word there um like t-h-e-r-e he spelled that correctly and then there's some other cute 
you know, ways that he spells things like was is W U S. <laughs> and then later in the, in the day he was playing with fake money and he spelled the word, he gave me an envelope full of money and he spelled it M U N E E. <laughs> it's really cute. But it's like, that's exactly how it sounds. Um, and so, yeah, we had a great day. We got math and language arts done and a few extras. Uh, we played a game or two besides, uh, the map the cubes um and so yeah it was it was a good day and so i think that break actually really did us good because i was kind of missing school uh i enjoy you know doing school and i enjoy everything about it but it you know my kids aren't always on the same page so it was really nice uh to have them you know enjoying it and then they were able to have uh their cousin come over and that also motivated them <laughs> to get school done so yeah it was it was a good a good day so that's the highlight of my week so far <laughs> good what about you yes it was good Well, my son has been sick the past few days. He is now feeling better. We are not um, trying to stay away from him anymore. We are giving hugs <laughs> and everything again. <laughs> but um, a few days ago, yes, when he kind of started getting sick, I like, like I've said, we are going on a trip soon. Mm -hmm. And I do not want to get sick before the trip. I don't want it to be a chain reaction to where he's sick, then my yeah. daughter gets sick, then I get <laughs> sick, then my husband gets sick, because then it will last for a few weeks, you know. Mm -hmm. So he was okay with doing school. But mm -hmm. I went and got a mask for myself and put it on. <laughs> <laughs> and so then my daughter, in, in turn, also went and got a mask. So my son did not seem to appreciate that we mm -hmm. were wearing masks during school. But it's like, well, hey, we're not making you wear a mask, you yeah. know. <laughs> That's true. We could be making you, with, right. you know, eliminate that here. Right. But he still, he still did seem a little put out by it. You're always so good about taking those precautions. To me, I'm just like, which I, I understand if you're especially going on a, on a trip soon. But to me, I'm just like, eh. If, if I'm going to get sick, I've already gotten the germs. <laughs> They're coughing in my eyeball and, and stuff, uh, so I'm pretty sure. I know. But no, I, and that's probably why we are, you know, sick often too, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one day he he just had a scratchy throat, he said. Uh, I think it was a Wednesday. So I, I had told him like, well, it's probably just because it was raining the day before. Mm -hmm. It was raining a lot. Because that happens to me sometimes that mm -hmm. when the weather's bad, then just I get drainage and stuff so I was like oh it's probably nothing you're probably fine and so that night he was like all cuddling up next to me while we were watching a show so then the next day when he was actually sick it's like oh I'm gonna get sick <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, <and> <laughs> um, yeah but we do yes whenever one of us is sick we do um tend to try to keep our distance from them <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's I don't have that much uh stamina to actually see it through you know like yeah actually stay away from the person but, yeah. although if I'm sick yeah totally I'll I'll, I'll chill out in my bed and <laughs> right, yeah. stay away from everybody or I'm yeah. gonna stay away from me that's yeah. fine <laughs> oh I need alone time I'm sick you don't <laughs> want to be by me no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so I did want to say, too, that uh, we have been recording multiple times a week doing our episodes mm -hmm. because we just happened to start our podcast at a bad time when I'm getting ready to go on vacation. And so it's probably sounding like I am 
going on a vacation and preparing for this for a very long time. But <laughs> in all actuality, it's only been a couple of weeks that I've been talking about this. And uh, same goes for Autumn with her school. She only was off for what, a couple of weeks? <laughs> Maybe, uh, but honestly, <laughs> Carrie's trying to make me sound good. I appreciate it. So, you yeah. know, when, when she says that they haven't done school that day, well, it's, <laughs> it's been only a few days since the last time that she said that. So. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I feel like before the holidays, you were taking a break here and there. And then with the holiday, and then after that, my husband, with his vacation, he has like several weeks off and we just never go anywhere. We're not Kara. We don't plan. <laughs> just kidding. We don't go on vacations very often. So he was taking his vacations um, at the end of the year before he lost them. And so then my boys were like, well, we, you know, we don't want to do school whenever he's home. And I, I get that. And so it's kind of nice to just chill out and everybody can just, you know, have off. So I was thinking too, you know, I guess uh, when the summer comes, I, I don't know if we should just count this as our normal little break that we might have got. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm only slightly a slacker. I mean, Kara is really trying to <laughs> to make me no. sound good. <laughs> no. Yeah. So this is finally the last episode before I actually go on my trip. I mean, yeah, the last <sighs> episode we're recording. So yeah. on the next one, I will be back for my trip and I can just tell all sorts of stories. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's get into our subject for the let's episode today. Yeah, science. Mm -hmm. So we have both tried different methods of teaching mm -hmm. science. We've used, you know, different books or different workbooks. So what are some that you have tried? Yeah, so basically what I have done for a while is just used library books because I do not enjoy science experiments. I don't know if I, if I should just say that now and let's just air it out and get it out there. I think you've said it before. So say it again. I have a whole blog post about it. Okay. I do not enjoy science experiments. Okay. So I think that's mm -hmm. funny that Karen and I yet again are talking about a subject that we're very different. Mm -hmm. on which is is fine because you know everybody does things differently and that's okay so if we're learning about flowers or we're learning about birds or whatever I will um, check out library books about those subjects mm -hmm. I have a certain I think they're pretty popular among a lot of um, homeschool families mm -hmm. Julia Rothman is the author she has several um, she's got one it's called food anatomy farm anatomy, nature anatomy, and then she has an ocean anatomy and just recently released a wildlife anatomy. And so I have the collection of those books and we like to use those. Um, I also have done like little unit studies that I've bought and downloaded from For the Love of Homeschooling. I really, really like their style of principles and stuff. So they kind of gather a bunch of different creators together and bundle them together. And every so often they have a huge bundle that's worth several hundred dollars and then they sell it for like $25. And so I really like those. It kind of just depends on, on what you're doing. And sometimes I'll print something off and we won't end up using it just because my kids don't be, end up being interested in it. But Anyway, mm -hmm. so those are just, that's just kind of a, a brief one. I'll talk more about books that I like to use um, later on. But what are some things you like, Kara? 
I also like to do that too. We did it a lot when the kids were younger. We would go to the library, um, whatever subject we're doing, we would just check out all the books about that mm-hmm. subject and then read them all. Your little rolly yes. cart. Oh, yes. <laughs> Using my rolly cart. <laughs> and um, I, I really did enjoy doing that. And after talking about the rolling cart and how I used mm-hmm. to check out so many books and then preparing this outline today for <laughs> our episode. I've been thinking about that more and more. And it's like, I should go back to just getting all the library books again. <laughs> Forget the workbooks I'm doing now and just go back to that. Cause I don't know. I felt more involved, you know, like I was learning with uh, them that yeah. I don't with what we're you doing now. Um, I guess I can talk about that, but um, what we're using now is the Evan Moore book, Daily Science. Mm-hmm. So it's just one page a day that they do, and it has maybe a few paragraphs of reading to do about the subject. Um, and then it has maybe a few questions at the bottom that it asks about it. And so this is something that my kids generally will do quietly on their own. They both are doing the mm-hmm. same exact page. Um, I get I split the difference between their grades. So they're doing the grade five. Yes, I could, of course, make myself get more involved in it and like (laughs) read it with them and discuss it. But um, I don't often do that. I do like that the book asks really interesting questions and then it answers them each week. And so it asks questions like what happens if you swallow gum? you know, and mm-hmm. then it kind of mm-hmm. takes you through the digestive system. And then I, re- I do remember on that one, um, we had a little experiment that we did where you put food and I think s- pour some spray in it. So it kind of dissolves and stuff and then put a wad of chewed gum in there and digest it with your hands and see if that gum digests, you know, anyway, that was fun. Um, mm-hmm. Another one that the kids liked was, do we really drink the same water that dinosaurs did? And that, of course, took you through the water cycle and how everything Mm -hmm. gets recycled and recycled. And so the answer was yes. Yes, we do drink the same water that dinosaurs did. In fact, it even brought out that we may even have the same water that the dinosaurs drink in our bodies right now. Oh, Oh my. Mind blown. (laughs) Yeah. The cloud thickens. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, just interesting things. What puts the fizz in soda? How does a microwave work? I don't know. I just feel like those are good questions that kids often Mm -hmm. do wonder about. um, Or when they at least see them written in the book, it's like, oh, yeah, I do want Mm -hmm. I want to know the answer to that, you know. So anyway, I do like that about the book. So I think you will notice with Kara and I in this episode today that, like I said, we do things differently. So Kara gets very enthusiastic and excited about talking about science experiments and, you know, squishing food. And I hope a Ziploc bag was this food and Sprite and gum in a Ziploc bag of some sort. Just a grocery sack. No, no a Ziploc bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, getting, getting our hands dirty and getting things. I am sure my boys would enjoy that kind of thing, but... Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I don't like to prepare. <laughs> so, so what, what I feel like the difference between us is that I, I take things from more like a nature standpoint. Um, not that you don't learn about nature. You, you kind of cover, it seems like vast amount of right. things. And I'm yes. just like, Oh, look at that bird over there. <laughs> no, not really. But I, you know, the things that we have done, it seems like they're kind of nature, you know, right. um, based and they're for me, low, low activity, which the thing is, I'm sure if we were to do something 
uh, like a little experiment. It it probably in the end wouldn't be as much as it seems like. I guess we get our hands dirty and we get hands-on activities, but anyway, I'll talk about that later. But anyway, I think that's kind of the difference is that I take things more from nature. Let's talk about nature. Let's move oh. on. Let's do it. <laughs> So nature has just so many aspects, you know, there are plants, animals, life cycles, um, the weather, all those different things that you can learn about and that kids really enjoy learning about. So Autumn, as she was saying, really likes to delve into this uh, subject of nature. So um, why don't you tell us some of the things you were mentioning, birds that you like to do? Yeah. Yeah. So when my my boys were younger, um, especially maybe even before my youngest son, when he was maybe like more preschool age. Um, we did little activities like, and it was, it was just kind of play-based. It wasn't necessarily, you know, super specific, um, to birds, but I had a little thing that had printed off that was about robins and, um, the life cycle of robins and, and the different, um, names of their different, you know, uh, life cycle. So, you know, there's a juvenile, there's Mm -hmm. the, the chick, you know, all that stuff. Well, um, what I haven't mentioned about my son was when he was, um, very small, he had, um, speech delays in some ways, you know, basically for the, (laughs) when he started, uh, learning to talk, he said gat for cat. And then everything (laughs) began to be called gat. So anyway, um, I'm just thinking back about that because this was about that time when he was learning about, um, you know, birds and he had, he loved this little thing. It was like basically little cards that you cut out. I laminated him and then, um, you could make, um, patterns with them. So you would take the different life cycles, you know, you'd have chick and then you would have, um, the juvenile and stuff. And he was learning those words for those different parts of our different, you know, life cycles of the bird, I guess. And mm-hmm. so anyway, it was just really cute because he would make patterns of them. And then there was a little backdrop that had, um, you could make a little scene so you could put the bird in the tree, you could put the bird in the nest, and then you could count the eggs. You know, it, I just, I find that those kinds of things kind of allow for other things. Like you could do math subjects mm-hmm. with that, like right. sorting and, and patterns and all that stuff. So that's what we mm-hmm. enjoyed doing. And then um, I circled back around to it again um, just last year. I think at the beginning of the school year last year, we did birds again. And so this time I got a few little figurine bird figurines from Amazon and we were able to do role playing with them or you know little little just hands-on I guess that's the way we do hands-on is just you know those kind of things so um, I still have those little birds and we've used them a few times since then but then when we were able to we were talking about nests um, we did a little project where we uh, you know just rolled up some paper bags. Um, I, I rolled them down so that they looked like a little nest. And then Mm -hmm. I had gotten some, I think it was around, what would it be Easter time where they had the little Robin egg, um, Mm -hmm. candies. Mm -hmm. And so we played, you know, with those. And so he was pretty little. And so that, that was really fun. And and I have found that even if my, you know, nine-year-old um, you think that there's something that, oh, they're not going to enjoy that. That's a little too kiddish for them or too little for them. My nine-year-old loves it. So <laughs> I have to kind of make myself realize, like, just because you think that it's something, you know, a, an older kid um, won't be interested in, they, you know, they might still, you, they might surprise you. So then mm-hmm. we found a book called, um, what was, it was about the the Robin um, in general. It was just a cute little story because it told a story, but then it had 
facts about the birds and it kind of told, you know, information. So I think that's kind of fun too, to find a book that gives facts, but it's in a story where the kid didn't really necessarily realize that they were learning facts. It was just kind of a fun little story. So anyway, those kind of, you know, books. And then especially I feel like in the summer and spring, I've mentioned that before, we usually get outdoors a lot more. And so just this past summer and the summer before that, um, especially the summer before we were learning about ants. And so we took things outdoors and got our little picnic blanket. And oftentimes I will tell my kids, um, like, go find me a stick or whatever it is, you know, a leaf or an interesting leaf or try to find a bug. They like to do little scavenger hunts and bring those things back. And then we can really look at them more and then we can talk about it. And, you know, um, what color is it? Or what do you think happened? You know, you can take a stick and if it's been, if it looks like it's been chewed off or something, you can kind of talk about, well, what kind of animal do you think, um, did that? Or, you know, did, do you think a bird could use this in their nest? You know, there's just, I mean, like you were saying, there is so many ways <laughs> to do science and it's mm-hmm. just absolutely endless. So whatever your child, you know, is interested in, um, my sons really enjoy climbing a tree, climbing a certain tree in the yard. Um, it's a pine tree. And so they will get up in that and they will, uh, read or, you know, whatever. So last year or so we had been learning about ants and I had read a story to them the the previous day about ants and how only uh queen ants have wings and then the the male drone ants have wings and then so all other females if they're not you know uh, mating or or the queen they don't have wings so anyway the next day my son what saw an ant crawling across the picnic blanket or whatever. And he said, um, this ant is a female. I can't remember which one he said, um, female or male. And I was like, well, how do you know? And he said, because it does not have wings. And I was like, oh, well that's, you know, I didn't even realize that he had been listening and he took up like, got that little tidbit. (laughs) And so I was just absolutely amazed by that. And so um, a lot of things that we do too is just hands-on. So I've found um, a couple little recipes where you can just mix flour and oil together and it makes um, mm-hmm. kind of like a dough. And so then I would take little manipulatives. I had also bought bugs and ants and the life cycles of those. And so I would make little tunnels through the the dough that we had or the sand that I had made and put it on a tray and just, you know, that kind of stuff, just make it fun. And then they can kind of play that way. And it's, it's really amazing once you listen to what they're saying, how much information they will repeat back just through play. Um, mm. And you're just like shocked usually because I didn't realize that they were, you know, learning that. So anyway, that's yeah. just one of the, the many things we've done. A lot of stuff is usually hands-on that way. Um, but we like to take things you know, outdoors and do little scavenger hunts and, and stuff. So those are just a couple things that come to mind um, our birds and insects mainly. We have gone to um, local like state parks and seen some pretty amazing things. One time we were on a trail and spotted a snake eating a frog. And like we stood there for a good 10 minutes or more and watched it try to digest it and stuff. And that was something that we would not have done if we were sitting at home. 
um, even mm -hmm. in our yard, you know, so it's, it's good to right. even get out and that kind of stuff. And then that kind of prompted my son to want to learn more about snakes. And so, yeah, that's just, it's, it, th those kind of things are really fun. So, yeah. Yeah. I know we have done, um, some hikes, you know, as an extra mm -hmm. thing to do. Uh, we've gone to a local state park and, um, we enjoy doing that too. And, mm -hmm. you know, trying to find the poison ivy and, mm. and other, other plants. And so my kids enjoy that. Um, but yeah, we've gone through, you know, the life cycles as well of the insects mm -hmm. and butterflies and, and frogs. But as Autumn said, I am, uh, I myself am not a big nature person, like outdoors <laughs> person, I guess I should say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we have, you know, in, in the past when we maybe go over plants, um, mm -hmm. we, we are kind of big uh, science experiment doers. And so we have done the um, seeds. You put a seed in a mm -hmm. baggie with like a wet paper towel and you just tape it to the window mm -hmm. and then that seed grows in there and you can watch it. And um, so we've done that in the past. We've, I know we've had other various uh, planting of seeds in soil. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I have said in previous episodes, <laughs> I am not, <laughs> I am not the plant person. And so, there were times where I planted a seed in a little cup and it's like, um, where is it <laughs> coming out? <laughs> Why is there mold in this cup now? <laughs> yes. So yeah, some, some have, um, failed, but <laughs> we, we've had some that were successful. Um, mm -hmm. we also in learning about seeds, we did an experiment of trying to grow, seeds without their seed coat you know is that a necessary uh, part of the seed and so we had somewhere with the seed coat was on and then somewhere we took the seed coat off and then seeing which grew and I do mm -hmm. feel like one did not grow but again is that the seed's <laughs> fault or is it my fault <laughs> one may never <Yeah>. know <laughs> um, and then we did do one time with um, flowers we had bought the white flowers and put them in different colored water. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then it turns the petals of the flower, the color that the water is. And so uh, the kids really like that one too. Yeah. So I um, was looking up some of the things that I have done. I found the little blog post that I wrote about our <laughs> bird study. So the one of the book was called A Round of Robins. I think that might have been the one that we really liked. Um that we kind of, you know, played around with more. Oh, that's what it was, is that my son also uh, acted out the story. And so there were some stories too that he, he liked to act out. So then of course um, by Dr. Seuss, The Best Nest. Um, and then there's one called Five Little Chicks. And then of course, Are You My Mother? And mm -hmm. then we used um, Nature Anatomy by Julia Rothman. We do a lot of, um, sensory bins and, and that kind of stuff. I say a lot, but not, I mean, not always. <laughs> it just depends. We've, I've gotten bird seed before and we've made bird feeders with bird seed and then like corn syrup and stuff too. And then there, I, I'm like remembering all these things that we've done. Then there was one time we were actually, we have a, a Amish community out um, near us and we were out one day and a friend of my mom actually had um, parakeets she bred them and 
So that was actually really fun. We were studying about birds at that same time, and we were able to see like a day old bird. And it's it was very interesting because its stomach was like translucent. You could mm-hmm. see the food that the parents had fed it. And one of her parakeets absolutely loved my younger son, and he's a big animal, you know, lover. So that was right up his alley. Um, so that was kind of like a little un- unplanned field trip. And so we got to actually see other birds in different life stages. And so that was kind of fun yeah, um, to, to try out too. So, yeah. Yeah. And so then in getting, you know, I'm thinking about other animals that um, I remember mm-hmm. talking about in the past. I know that we had talked about um, Arctic animals at one point. Mm-hmm. And so um, in talking about polar bears and then whales, how they have blubber under their mm-hmm. skin. And so mm-hmm. we did a science experiment that I had seen. I have a whole Pinterest board of science mm-hmm. experiments. Yeah. Every homeschool person should <laughs> <laughs> science experiments and art classes and just everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I had seen this experiment on there where you put shortening in a baggie and then put maybe another baggie on top of it and just kind of smooth it all around. But then you have a tub full of ice water or a, mm-hmm. a bucket or a glass or a bowl or whatever. Um, and, you know, put your hand in there without the the shortening glove on first mm-hmm. and just see how frigid the ice is. And then put your hand in that shortening glove and stick it in the ice. And yeah, you don't feel that cold water. Mm -hmm. so all that blubber and fat under their skin is what Mm -hmm. insulates them and keeps keeps all the cold out and so i just thought that that was really interesting and fun that we did the kids the kids liked it see that's a good little experiment that would be low maintenance yeah but here i'm still sitting here thinking "Mm, too much work (laughs) (laughs) that would involve me getting three things out to do (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm just such a Debbie Downer. That's that's fun though. (laughs) That sounds fun. That's very interesting. Right. Yeah. And so then thinking about, you know, other aspects of nature, um, such as the weather. I know my Mm -hmm. kids liked, liked worth uh, learning about weather Mm -hmm. also, especially Um, my son um, used to be afraid of storms pretty bad. He, as he's Mm -hmm. gotten older, now he's been better about it, but he used to be very afraid of storms, but he liked learning about them and, and mm-hmm. um, studying them in our school. Um, but different things that we've done weather related is we have made a weather vane, made that and then stuck it outside and watched it spin with a wind. Um, we have done the shaving cream. You put water in the jar and then put shaving cream on top of it and then drop like the blue drops Mm -hmm. on top of it and it's like the supposedly you know showing the clouds being saturated with water and how it Mm -hmm. eventually rains down below we've also i wouldn't say maybe that it's an experiment but we have Mm -hmm. made the snow ice cream before and um, eaten that and that was fun you just i think you just add the sweetened condensed milk to snow and mm -hmm. stir it up and yeah it's tasty yeah (laughs) yeah that is fun um to talk about the weather my boys also enjoyed um doing some activities about weather especially in the springtime I don't always try to theme things um specifically to the weather or whatever is going on but we have done some weather studies so we did a water cycle in a jar 
And so I put a little bit of dirt and they were able to collect all the things, a few flowers, you know, rocks and um, can, you know, collect it in a mason jar and then put the lid on. And of course, added a little bit of um, our moisture and then we're able to kind of see that cycle through. And mm-hmm. so they really enjoyed that. Uh, then my son seemed to, to enjoy learning. I had, um, again, just some, you know, little flashcards that I had printed off that were the water cycle. And so he had kind of a little poster there that kind of showed, and then he had to label it and then he was able to color it. And so he, they, they kind of enjoyed that. We even did some of the, some of those things with their cousins. So we also have enjoyed several books that I found on Amazon. They're called the ultimate book of, and then they have one that's called the ultimate book of planet earth. They have one that's called the ultimate book of space. I believe there's a wildlife one. You know, those are kind of cool because they're also pop-up books. So in talking about the weather, they have one that has this super tall, uh, was it cumulonimbus cloud (laughs) um, that pops up and goes super high, but it also gives facts. And then as it goes farther down, it um, has more information about the water cycle down um, as, you know, as it goes through it. So those are, those are really fun too. Um, kind of depends on, you know, the age of your child, if they, <laughs> how they would do with a pop-up book, but those are fun. But again, the Julia Rothman books come in handy with those too, because those, um, I think those are popular because they're illustrated. Like they, um, look like, you know, anybody could draw. <laughs> it's a good illustrations, but it's like, you know, you, you feel like it's pretty easy to kind of imitate or for the child to be able to imitate it. So if they want to draw something that looks like that or color it or paint it or whatever, it's kind of fun. And it gives the facts out to the side. Yeah, I know my kids have really liked learning about the clouds too. I still remember mm-hmm. um, when we went through that. And um, I just, I mean, I just think that all that is very interesting too. Mm-hmm. I know when I was in school, I'm sure in grade school, I'm sure I liked science and maybe middle mm. school too, but I don't know. By the time I got to high school, while I was still in public school at the time, I just was like checked out of that. I don't know. I did not yeah. get good <laughs> grades in science. I don't know. Me I either. just, even though mm-hmm. I just really do enjoy it now, but I guess I just didn't like being told what I had to learn about. <laughs> That's probably true because there's so many things, like I said, and I was the same way. Also, my science teacher, um, don't think he's listening. He was a little, he was a little difficult. I felt like, um, and I wasn't very good. I do remember some of the things we learned about birds and certain, um, the names of lots of different birds. It was like a, a test or something. He would okay. play a game. And I was, I was okay with that, I think. But the more, uh, like we got into, you know, cells and, um, that kind of stuff. I, I wasn't good about remembering that kind of stuff. It just, I think it just depends on what your interest is. And then of course that's Mm -hmm. going to lead you to want to learn or teach your children. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that can also be very child led. You know, if your child wants to learn about snakes one week, then Mm -hmm. go for it, go all in, go down a rabbit hole. (laughs) Um, they want to learn about clouds the next week or whatever, you know, it can be as long or short it can be anything. It can be whatever right. you want it to be. So Yeah. yeah really I fun. know when we, when we did used to get the library books and just kind of do our science that way, um, I would ask my kids like, okay, what do you want to learn about? And then I mm-hmm. made a list and then I tried to alternate like something my son would win and then something my daughter would win and then something my son. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, just because then they're more interested in what they're learning about and uh, invested into it and pay attention mm-hmm. better. 
yeah. and enjoy it more. What did, did you, whenever you would read the books, what would they be doing? Would they be just listening or would they be doing drawing? Yeah, they, yeah anytime we read together, um, we are always just sitting on the couch together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I good. sit, yeah, I sit in the middle and I have one on each side and they're mm-hmm. looking at the book with me. Yeah. I was just asking, um, I've tried to get my kids to do that. Like, Oh, we could do, you know, like a little bit of like something on the couch and they're not for it. Not that they don't want to read, but they're more, they want to be active while I'm doing that. So I have let them, um, because again, I'm shocked at what they retain and what they re- you know, can repeat back to me. But oftentimes I will let them draw. Um, so I try to encourage them like draw, you know, what I'm talking about. And sometimes they will, oftentimes might, especially they will, if it's something that they, you know, it strikes an idea in their mind. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll read to them and kind of show them the pictures and stuff. So that's often, yeah, what we do is get the library book, um, and try to, you know, kind of create something of our own, um, usually just on paper. Now my, my older son, he likes to to do that kind of stuff. Even today, he, he made a little Lego figure, um, on paper and then cut it out and, you know, was playing with it. So those kind of things, yeah, again, it just depends on, on your kid. Um, I do have a nature bingo, um, that was given to me that gives the facts, um, on about the animal. Um, (laughs) I tried to read the facts and my kids were like, not going to go for it. They're like, let's just play bingo. Stop trying to, (laughs) but it was, it did teach, um, the vocabulary too, because it wouldn't just say spider. It would say arachnid or I don't know. I'm probably making that up, but it, it would <laughs> give, um, so that you actually had to, um, say the more technical name for stuff, you know, instead of just, it was a little bit more based yeah. on learning, I guess, but yeah. So another, um, aspect of science then might be um, earth science or even Mm -hmm. um, getting into astronomy and the planets. Mm -hmm. So like when we've taught earth science in the past, um, just getting into something like geology, um, we've Mm -hmm. gone through the rock cycle before. Uh, It just makes me think of, uh, do you guys ever watch the magic school bus? I did. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Mm hmm. Have your yeah. boys seen it too? They have. I there's a current version that I'm just like, no, we need retro version. <laughs> but they're both good. But yeah. I definitely would would promote the original. But yes, I have yeah. a few books even too that I own that are yeah. under school bus. Yeah, yeah. Those are good. I know. Um, last I knew, I mean, maybe it's not on there anymore, but it used to be on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. The original and the new yeah. one. I think the mm-hmm. new one is a Netflix show. Yeah, that's it? true. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to watch all of them, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever topic we were looking about, I would look at their whole episode list and Mm -hmm. try to find one that went along with it. And so rock cycle, I know that there was an episode about that. And so I asked my son just yesterday when I was kind of making up my, my outline here. um, Mm -hmm. I was like, do you still remember all of the rock cycle and and how it works? And he did, he remembered all of the types and in what order they go in and what happens to them to go, you know, from eat from one to the other. I doubt my dog. Well, she might remember some of it. I, she Mm -hmm. might be able to actually name the, the three (laughs) parts of it. But um, anyway, yes, I remember watching that and um, it just, you know, is, is fun, but also very informative about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
And then we've also in talking about like tectonic plates and fault lines and earthquakes, uh, we have done different experiments with that where we have Oreos and how they, Mm -hmm. you know, it can slide off and that can be how one plate slides. Um, We've Mm -hmm. also done the graham crackers and I think whipped cream. I think you put kind of like layer whipped cream Mm -hmm. and then put graham crackers on top and then they get kind of soft and then you can push them together. So, you know, one can go underneath the other and, you know, that's how like mountains are formed. And then if they go further apart, well, that's how valleys and rivers and and things like that are formed. Um, Mm -hmm. And then when they like they slide next to each other, you know, that causes other things too. So anyway, We've done all oh. this. Man, I'm like learning something and I'm like <laughs> science and snacks combined. Yes. I might be for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime you can yeah. uh, include Oreos in school, of course. Yeah, of course. Okay, so Kara, now I have a question. So uh-huh. for I'll, I'll start this off with saying for me personally, I feel like I have been slacking with science lately. Not only have I been slacking with homeschool, it's just been everything else. Now, I feel like because my schedule has, has changed this year, I'm still trying to figure out a schedule and just it's whatever. I feel like for sure my science has not been up to par what it used to be. I feel like we mm-hmm. used to do science much more and I might not feel that way come warmer weather. So I guess I'm just wondering how often do you do science? Like, is it, I mean, a person could do say, I'm going to do science in the summer and I'm going to do history in the winter. You know, that's Mm -hmm. the one way to kind of split it up. And so I'm just, I'm thinking like, this is making me want to do science again, but (laughs) I just feel like I don't have the time sometimes to, to fit it in. So yeah. What do you do there? Well, We do, you know, like I said, we are doing the daily science book by Evan Moore. So Mm -hmm. we do it every day. Yes. (laughs) Um, But as far as doing the fun parts of it, where we do Mm -hmm. like experiments and projects, we have not been doing that as much lately. Their book that we're doing right now, it does include at the end of like a unit, it does include an experiment that you can do. Mm -hmm. And so we do those when that pops up. But um yeah, other than that, we haven't done a whole lot of experiments lately, but we do talk about science. I mean, we do have yeah. cover science every day. So. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's important to realize is that, yeah, it is kind of an extra. I guess that's why, you know, we're doing this little segment. It's an extra yeah. subject. Definitely um, don't want to think that, oh, you have to do experiments every day or every week um, or that it has to be a constant thing you know, because also, you know, there is also a way to incorporate science just into everyday life. You know, if you're baking or whatever, my kids, as my older son's getting a little bit older, he is starting to not resist whenever I try to give him a lesson when we're baking. And so I, it's like, I don't want to cram you know, a lesson in, in everything and make it not fun for him. But at the same time, it's like, no, you gotta, I'm not trying to make it school. I'm just telling you, if you put too much baking soda, or if you put too much salt, or if you, you know, don't make the cookie, you you know, if you make it too big, it's not going to cook. Or if you make it too small, it's, you know, so those are also science, you know, kind of things. And I feel like I just keep saying that, but it just depends, you know, on the kid. But, um, 
this, the, talking about this is making me want to, to do science, but it's also just, um, you know, I think it ebbs and flows too. So mm -hmm. something that you might have done and, and been really interested in, um, you know, at one point might change for a little while, but that doesn't mean you can't come back to it. So I'm just trying to make myself feel better here <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> Maybe when it warms up, we'll, we'll get back to doing better with science. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said too, I mean, just talking about this and thinking about this too. And then mm -hmm. our, um, one of our other recent episodes about the library books and everything. I mean, it's making mm -hmm. me want to get back into that as well and wow. do more experiments and do these things, you know, talking mm -hmm. to our kids about, um, what they like and don't like about homeschool that we did mm -hmm. before. Too. And I mean, it just, I want it to be fun for my kids and, mm -hmm. you know, I want them to enjoy everything that they learn about. I mean, I know that that's probably not realistic that they'll enjoy everything they learn about, yeah. but, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, all talking about this is making me want to do it as well. So hopefully, hopefully this enthusiasm yeah. <laughs> is rubbing off on our audience. I was here. just about to say, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is so true. Yes. So there's obviously a lot more um, involved in earth science and astronomy. So what else have you guys done besides geology and, and stuff? Yeah. So another project we did just um, regarding the earth is that we made the ocean layers um, mm -hmm. with different liquids, you know, that starts with the sunlight at the very top where the water you can actually see in it. Um, mm -hmm. and then there's a few others. I, I think, I know there's the abyss and I think there's one other below it. Um, mm -hmm. but I would have to look that up. So anyway, <laughs> we had a jar and then uh, again, Pinterest, it tells you like all the different liquids to use because liquids, mm -hmm. you know, some are heavier than others. And so yeah. they go to the bottom and you have to kind of do it carefully, pour carefully so that they don't end up getting mixed together. Um, mm -hmm. but you dye it certain colors, you know, the dark color, darkest color on the bottom. And anyway, it ends up making all these you know, layers you can see yeah, with all the liquids and that before. yeah. So that was really neat. The kids like doing that one too. And then as far as astronomy, uh, I have another, another little project we did with Oreos. I mean, again, and you, you know, peel them apart and you can do the moon phases with them. Mm -hmm. um, I know in the past we have also made, all of the planets out of foam. Like you can mm -hmm. buy those thin colored sheets of foam, like a Hobby Lobby. And so we cut them out into circles and then like drew on them if they had rings or mm -hmm. um, the, the great, what is that one on Jupiter called the great red spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And um, you know, drew those on there and yeah. then that's something fun that they were even playing with in the bathtub because they, you know, once mm -hmm. they're wet, they yeah. stick to the walls. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, I think my son has done the the different layers of the earth down to the core um, with okay, Play-Doh. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, I Just think we did that fun. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think, I can't remember if I specifically colored. So I do have a recipe to make Play-Doh that I like that I've used. And... I can't remember if I specifically colored them or if they, if he was just doing it, but he kind of had fun wrapping it. And then if you cut it, it was kind of just, right. cool to, you know, look out. But also, um, yeah, we have done the moon phases with the Oreos. That was mm -hmm. delicious as much as it was <laughs> informative. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. yeah. 
So Kara, what I'm thinking here is that you, when it comes to science, you are not a hot mess. I might be the hot mess here when it comes to science at times. I feel like, I feel like there's definitely times in my homeschooling where I have had science, like I, we've been doing good. And maybe it's just this, it's winter and I am, we're just not outside. I feel like when we're outside, that's when, when we're in our groove of doing, you know, nature and, and science and stuff. But mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just not, just not right yeah. now. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, my kids, maybe, maybe I like it so much because my kids like it so much. Maybe they like it so much because I like it so much. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we just rub off on each other. That's but fair. yeah, they just, they just both really seem to like it. Um, now I was thinking about that, like even with um, planets, of course, my son, my older son, he was into ast astronomy um, and planets, you know, knowing all the facts about the planets for a while. And whenever I finally broke down and bought bedding that was all like, you know, kind of space themed, then he stopped liking <laughs> space, uh -huh. you know, of course. Um, but what I was going to say, I, I'm not like a huge lover of um, saying like, oh yeah, just watch. I mean, of course, you know, documentaries and stuff are all great. I don't love YouTube and the, sometimes the place that it has in my kids' lives, not that they're, you know, it's not a big deal, but you know, just the silly YouTube videos and stuff. But I will say that my son has learned quite a few facts um, from YouTube. Now, we'll say that sometimes I question him and he'll say, well, yeah, it was on YouTube. I'm like, well, yeah, you might better believe it than it's on YouTube. But I would say, you know, a lot of, there are, you know, some things that um, he's learned from there as well. So that, you know, that has its place sometimes as well. So never know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, my son it likes dinosaurs yes. right now. I mean, even as he's got, he's liked them for a while. And mm -hmm. now he's seen the Jurassic movies. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so he just knows, like, I wouldn't say go as far to say he knows all the names, but he knows many different kinds of dinosaurs, all, you know, their names and what they looked like and what they did. And mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I yes. remember when he was little, I think it was, um, we were talking about dinosaurs and he spouted out this huge long name of this dinosaur that I had never heard about, heard of. And I don't know if I've heard it, of it since. And he just said it perfectly. Like, I don't remember what the conversation was about. And I was just like, I mean, <laughs> it's so funny, but he was so cute. Cause I was like, like he can barely even talk. <laughs> Maybe not. He's older yeah. than that, probably, but right. it was really cute. Yeah. I know we've studied dinosaurs even in the past, but I never, you know, went as far as to like delve into all of these non common dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like I stuck with the T Rex and the Triceratops yeah. and the <laughs> Brachiosaurus and all those mm -hmm. things. Um, but yes, he knows like all of these weird names that, that are things I've never known of. And I didn't teach that to him. That's just something that he picked up himself. I mean, he does yeah. have a few books about dinosaurs in his room and apparently he reads them. So <laughs> <laughs> he gets together with one of his other cousins um, who's his same age and yeah. is also very into dinosaurs. He knows more about dinosaurs than my son does. <laughs> and oh my goodness, they just are so funny when I hear them talk 
about all these weird named dinosaurs. And then there was another time we had gone to a children's museum. Mm -hmm. And then there was another friend who is about their same age who was there too. And all three of them, I tell you, they were just trying to like best each other at their dino knowledge. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) one would say like some some weird dino name and say like what that dinosaur did. Then the other one would say, well, did you know about this dinosaur? And then the other one, well, did you know about this one? <laughs> it was just so funny that they were just That's trying to out knowledge each other. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think a lot of the knowledge that my son has about dinosaurs, because he is also interested in dinosaurs. I think at the time that I bought him the bedding, but thinking he liked space, he went back to dinosaurs or whatever. But I think he's learned a lot of his knowledge from your son. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's cute. Yeah. So then another part of science would be the physical science, um, mm-hmm. magnetism, gravity, forces, chemistry, electricity. Maybe that was in the previous episode. He liked the electricity kit that we have. And, um, liked to make circuits of that. And that was when I asked him, that was one thing that he said he would like to learn more about again is electricity. Mm -hmm. And so I'll have to try to work that back in. I know in our um, science book that we are doing, I believe the question that we are getting ready to start is how does a microwave work? So uh, I'm, I'm probably going to betray my lack of knowledge here, but (laughs) I'm maybe that has to do with electricity. I'm not really sure, but (laughs) I mean, I know it needs mm-hmm. electricity to work, but I'm sure there's yeah. like some kind of radiation waves that are work in there mm-hmm. too. But yeah. And then um, with magnetism, uh, we have made the magnetic slime in the past. Uh, the kids really liked doing that at the time. I've asked them since if they remember doing that and mm-hmm. they say they do. I, my daughter asked well what was it black slime and I said yeah but yeah you just get I mean got it from Amazon you can buy iron powder Mm -hmm. and you mix that in with your slime and then you get your magnet and the slime just is attracted to the magnet and so Mm -hmm. that was real neat it like reaches for it and if you just drop your magnet in there it envelops it and eats it I guess Mm -hmm. and then another one we did was if you get, I, I don't know if it was cornflakes that I used. It might've been, but a lot of cereal nowadays is iron fortified. And so mm-hmm. it had us put the cereal in a baggie and with a lot of water so that it gets all nice and soaked up. And so then you mash it and, you know, get it real uh, digested there. Then you take your strong magnet and just kind of rub it along there. And yes, there are a little, little teeny bits of little iron shavings in the cereal. <laughs> I don't it know was, how I feel about that. <laughs> it was kind of concerning, but it's like, I mean, I guess it's okay to eat it. I don't know. So that was really uh, neat. I'll say when I saw in your notes, iron in cereal, I was not sure <laughs> where it was going. I will have to think on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's see, what else have we done? So as far as like with gravity, Just recently, we, I think that was part of our science workbook, is that we had to line up uh, things along the tabletop. It said to like get a rock, get a feather, a ball, 
and then, you know, push them all off at the same time and see which one hits the ground first or which one hits it last. Mm-hmm. And so I had asked them, you know, before we pushed, well, what do you guys think? You know, what's what's going to happen? And they said everything was going to hit the ground at the same time. I was thinking, <laughs> I know that this feather is not going to at least. <laughs> I asked them, well, why, why did the feather not drop straight down? Then it asked in the book, what if you did the same experiments in a vacuum where there's no air like say on the moon or something like that um what would happen and so then i think they may have both still said well the feather would fall last you know would be the last one to hit and i said well no in a space vacuum there's no air so there's no resistance to the feather so it would just clunk right down with the rock you know and so anyway so much (laughs) (laughs) the last thing i have on here about physical science is chemistry have you made the oobleck no oh (laughs) that's so easy to do too (laughs) see what i said earlier is i make sand and i make play-doh they're not necessarily science related like when i make them but i know where you're going with that i could totally make oobleck if i can make sand and that but no (laughs) it's just water and cornstarch and you mix it together and then we've, of course, I mean, done the volcanoes. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, so we've anger. done that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, I'm not completely useless. <laughs> yeah, I've done the most one... simple ones that everyone's done. <laughs> yeah. There was one time that we used paper mache even, which ugh, that's like oh, not yeah. a fun mm-hmm. thing to work with and super mm-hmm. messy. But we made a paper mache volcano. We let it dry. Then we painted it you know, and had the lava colors coming out of the top and um, then did the volcano and everything. It's like, okay, well now after all that work, we get to throw this away. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, see, that's my thing too. Yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) the kids really liked it. (laughs) I will say that. That's what I should think about, right? The kids. (laughs) It's for the kids. Yes. Oh, yes. And then, um, Another thing that I grew up doing was a rubber egg. My dad Mm -hmm. always did this. I mean, not always, but every now and then he would make a rubber egg. You just soak it in vinegar for a couple days and then the outer shell disintegrates and then Mm -hmm. it's a rubber egg. And so I did this with my kids before and I, um, it's funny because uh, the day that like we finished it, it, you know, we took it out of the glass. Um, your parents came over and brought <laughs> your son over. Oh. And... <laughs> she already knows where it's going. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, yeah, probably. And so, yeah, so my kids were like, Oh, we made this rubber egg. You need to see it. And so he was like, well, um, can I hold it? I want to see it. And I was like, okay, well, don't squeeze it though. Cause it'll break. And so I gave it to him and immediately squeezed it and it broke. Of course. <laughs> no, so, I thought you yeah. were going to say he ate it. Oh no. <laughs> See, I, I forgot. That would be bad. <laughs> so is it, is it the inside is still in an egg, like mm-hmm. the yolk and the, the yeah, you white. can see it's okay. transparent. Even you can see the yolk inside. Wow. Interesting. So we hope that you guys enjoyed all of our uh, mm-hmm. tips about teaching science in your homeschool. Mm-hmm. 
like I said, we hope that this will be a series that we will continue about yeah. these extra subjects. Maybe we'll get into history, uh, geography, geography. Yeah. Mm -hmm. some of the arts. Mm -hmm. So we hope you guys enjoyed it. And yeah. uh, we will come at you again next week with something new. Okay, sounds good. See you later. All right, bye. Bye. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can stay up to date with our latest episodes. Also check us out on Instagram and our Facebook page and group at Hot Mess Homeschool Moms.